Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today we've got an entitled parent story of a parent who finally crosses over into crazy parent territory. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, how do I deal with entitled mom? I, 24-year-old female, still live with my mom, 53-year-old female, and her boyfriend, 63-year-old male. My mom and I have a rocky relationship. She and I have very different belief systems and we're constantly fighting. I help take care of my nieces and nephew because my sister dumped them on my mom when she became a drug addict. I've been helping her with the kids since I was 14, which definitely put a damper on my childhood. If I were to leave my mom, I would feel extremely guilty because she's disabled and it's hard on her. But I've been mentioning to her that I would love to move out and move on with my life. Every time I mention it, she says out loud in front of the kids, she would rather be anywhere else but here with us. It breaks my heart when she does this because it shouldn't be said in front of the children. It's not their fault that I was dealt a crappy card in life. She tries to make everything about herself and I've tried to tell her how I feel and she won't listen. She'll cry and play the victim constantly. I need out of this life. How do I move on without feeling guilty and sad? Honestly, it may not even be possible to just ignore and move on without feeling guilty and sad to some degree. But does that really matter when you think about how you're being manipulated and you're not really living your life? At some point, I think it becomes more of a game of not letting your feelings, rational or not, weigh over you wanting to live your life. The alternative isn't too pretty, staying there and living the rest of your life being a babysitter while feeling guilty and sad. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy these stories of entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my brother's boyfriend's parents had my brother's boyfriend's cat put down due to their, referring to the boyfriend's parents, negligence. So this is what I was hearing off of my brother's call with his boyfriend, me and my brother share a room. So to set the story, there was a pretty bad snowstorm that happened. Me, a 15-year-old male, and my brother, an 18-year-old male, live in Scotland, while my brother's boyfriend, a 23-year-old male, lives in England. This story is about my brother's boyfriend. I'm just gonna say it, his parents are pieces of crap. Some stories I've heard about his mom was that she made him pay rent as a teenager under her roof. I don't really know much about his stepdad, but from what I've heard through my brother's phone, he's garbage. His parents left the cat outside for three days in the freezing cold and didn't let him in even for food. When my brother's boyfriend saw his cat, he found the cat looking like it couldn't even breathe. The cat had peed on itself and the cat couldn't even move. I'm pretty sure he said the cat was either limping or flopping. When my brother's boyfriend heard about what happened with the cat, he burst into tears because he's had the cat for 12 years. He started asking his mom why she didn't take the cat to the vet on Thursday and I don't think she replied. So they take the cat to the vet today, and the vets say her, referring to the cat, temperature is below the average for a cat. It's supposed to be 36 degrees Celsius, and it came out as 34. But apart from that, they said the cat is fine, just it's freezing and couldn't move. The vet then said there were three options to what they could do. Put the cat in an incubator and hope it survives. I'm pretty sure it had something to do with tests. Or put the cat down. His stepdad, without hesitation, said to put her down. This is because he, referring to the stepdad, hates cats and just said, It's a cat, her time has come. If that's the case, why live with a person who has a cat in their house? 
so they had the cat put down and cremated. My brother's boyfriend was obviously devastated about this. My brother's boyfriend said he wants to keep the cat's ashes when he can get them, saying he doesn't want to scatter them in some random pet cemetery. His stepdad said, that decision is up to your mom to decide. And so my brother's boyfriend insisted they keep the cat's ashes, and so his mom said they're keeping the ashes. Then, not even an hour after the cat got put down, his stepdad started getting rid of the cat's things. And my brother's boyfriend has been crying about it all day, and I don't blame him. I'm pretty sure he said his stepdad is allergic to cats, but even then, buy allergy meds or leave. My brother said that if he could, he was going to go and message both of his, referring to his boyfriend's parents, and talk about what pieces of crap they are. So I'm doing this to do a task that he isn't able to do. To me, it sounds like as soon as the vet said, well, one of the options is put the cat down, this stepdad is like, oh, yes, finally, this is my out. Please, you can't do it fast enough. That's how it sounds to me. And yeah, this guy is a total piece of crap. Our next story is mother was being picky at a busy restaurant. So it was Veterans Day, I believe, and it was also my mother's birthday. And needless to say, I feel like she was kind of a brat about it. I get it. Sometimes having to wait a while while being hungry might make it all annoying, but she didn't complain about waiting thankfully. It's one of those places where it's not like strict fancy, but it's a very nice and sort of pricey place. And reservations can be made, but you can also just wait in line, which during November it seems to be pretty busy. We've been there before, a few days before Thanksgiving. Anyways, once we were seated was when things started to go about the entitled feeling behavior which there was a huge line and the place was packed. Like, it's the busiest I've ever seen a restaurant of any kind. Also, something a bit important to mention, my aunt and two younger cousins, one is like six and the other is about two years, were there. And the younger cousin, being a baby, is a bit grabbed, especially with food. So I understand my mom's frustration, but she made a big deal about it later on when the waiter was placing plates on the table. Which, working in a restaurant myself, I understand when a place is busy, waiters might be more stressed or frantic, too much to focus on or process certain things right away. Later on, when we were about done, the table behind my mom that's a bit close to our table, like almost crowded close, was getting cleaned up since the people there were gone, and my mom's chair was very lightly bumped like twice by their small restaurant vacuum thing, like I probably wouldn't have even noticed. Once we were leaving, she was complaining about how horrible the service was. And even as I was trying to sort of help and be a respectful customer by stacking plates and cups by the end of the table so they could just grab them all at once, my mother was saying about how I don't even need to be doing that. But she only said so because that they treated her so poorly, even though she even got free food as part of it being her birthday. Either way, it was just mildly annoying and I don't know if this seemed like an entitled parent moment. But I do know my mother is very entitled anyways, so I could just think this is less entitled than usual. Also, a little bonus thing, this restaurant was also like a tourist attraction that had a basement store with a mall-style food court. We went there just with my mom and my six-year-old cousin, and she was being a bit impatient with us, which both of us, even though I'm a grown adult, were a little curious and glancing around. This is the exact kind of person that, like, again in the future, if you have a chance to go that isn't a day celebrating them, you don't invite them, and then you'll absolutely get blown up and just ripped apart for not bringing them along. You'll almost certainly get a text like, well, I would have loved to have gone, and the whole time you're just thinking to yourself, and I would have been miserable. Oh, sorry, maybe we can do something with you next time. This next story is, my mom is literally ridiculously entitled about almost anything. 
Story time. This scenario happened last year around October. My friends invited me to the movie theater. We were going to watch the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. My mom was okay with me going to see the movie considering the tickets didn't cost that much, so I had a reservation set for a bus to pick me up around 7 o'clock in the afternoon. And by the next day, I was getting up. I'm a deep sleeper and I woke up around 11 o'clock. I got hungry for lunch, so I decided to go in the kitchen and make me a ham sandwich. But I couldn't find any ham anywhere, so I went to my mom. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom's room and asked where the ham was. She told me it was frozen in the deep freezer, so she got up out of her bed, walked in the kitchen, and suggested I have noodles instead, so I agreed. But before she left the kitchen, she told me to put away the bread, the mayonnaise, and the mustard, so I did. But for whatever reason, she got mad at me for three things. I put away the bread and the mayonnaise and the mustard, but for whatever reason, she told me not to throw things in the fridge. I don't know why she got mad at me for something I didn't even do, and I told her I didn't throw anything. So then afterwards, I got over that little outburst and then just closed the fridge, and for whatever reason, she told me not to slam the door. At that point, I was just confused because I never even slammed the door either. I just closed it gently like a normal person. So then afterwards, she was super ticked when she was walking back to her room and I was just going to go in my room as I had the noodles boiling in the pot. And then she turned around and yelled at me saying, you're 18 years old, you don't need to have me cooking for you. At that point, I was genuinely lost because I never told her that she had to cook for me. I could have done that myself. So then she took Petty to an extra mile and chose to not let me go to the movie theater. I don't know what her issue is here, but she's clearly looking for anything to pile on OP. Going out of their way to find something to witch at OP about and make it all their fault. Good thing OP wasn't allowed to go to the movie theater. According to the mom, OP might have shut the front door so hard it would fall off of its hinges. I think if she's going to go the whole, you're 18 years old, you don't need me to cook for you. That's the point in which you fire back and say, I am 18 years old and I'm going to go to the movie theater. I remember reaching that point in my life where I realized I'm old enough and capable enough to make my own decisions and go out and do things without ever needing any kind of approval for them. I just remember how odd a feeling it was to realize that I'm just like, yeah, I can just go and see my friends and I don't need approval for that. This next story is, happiest freak I found this group, vent post-ish? Both my parents and my fiancé's parents are stage 5 clingers. Very entitled and nuts, if I'm being honest. 
We are eloping because they're so clingy and suffocating. Also, my fiancé's dad is very negative and always thinks something is wrong with him. He wants everyone to feel bad for him. He's also super abusive to his wife, fiancé's stepmother. She's actually the only person I truly like and is not crazy at all, actually. Anyways, my mom is also clingy and makes everything about her. I'm almost 30 and they want to be involved in everything and are pressuring us to have kids. Writing this gives me anxiety. If anyone has similar issues, please comment below. At some point, you've got to learn how to set your boundaries and you have to just dodge and dive all of those guilt trips, bribery type behaviors, depending on the person, fake love bombing and stuff like that. You got to see that thing coming and just dodge right out of the way. This next story is, are my parents toxic? Hi, I'm a 22-year-old female and I don't know if my parents are toxic. When I was a child, I really didn't grow up with my parents. I grew up with my grandmother and extended family instead because my parents were forced to move out of their home country to work in another country just to support me. I was zero months old when my parents left me. What my grandma told me was they left once I was two weeks old. As a result, I'm closer to my grandma and extended family compared to my real parents. I've always thought of them as just people who I must love just because they're my parents. I never felt any emotional connection with them. Rather, I see my relationship with them as an obligation. I understand that my parents had to move out so they can provide for me and my sister. Anyways, our parents decided to take me and my sister with them when I was 14 and my sister 8. At first, it was a bit hard because of the adjustments that we had to go through. We had to adapt to the Japanese way of living the culture, the language, and the rules. It was pretty hard to fit in and sharing things with my parents was a bit hard for me since it was somewhat my first time living with them after 14 years of being apart. It was okay living with them, except they'd get mad at us when we don't do the household chores. We weren't used to it since my grandma would insist on doing everything around the house when we lived with her. We did help though. When I turned 16, graduated junior high school, I ended up going into a school where mostly foreigners attend to. It wasn't my first choice. I've always loved drawing and art. I wanted to go to art school. Instead, my parents didn't want me to because, first, it was an almost 40-minute train ride from school to our house, and second, my mom and dad believe that art is what I can do every day, and there's no need to apply for it since it's only a hobby and a phase, so I gave up. I also started not liking art after that. My parents were also strict. They didn't let me go out with my friends. My dad would always pick me up from school. Whenever I asked if my friends can hang out in the house, they'd always say no. I think OP deserves the chance to live life as they want to under their own terms. I think OP seems afraid to leave their little sister behind in that environment, and it's very likely they're going to experience the same exact thing as OP, but I don't think OP can allow that to hold them back and stay under these restrictions when they can move out and live their life. Just try to support your little sister as much as you can from afar and be there for them when they do experience those things. Our next story is, is my mother abusive? I'm 20 and my mother is 45. My mother and I had a decent relationship up until I turned 19 and got into a relationship. She forced me to get into it as I'm pretty introverted and don't go out much. The guy that I was dating wasn't great, so we ended things, but throughout our relationship, my mother treated me like crap. She tramp shamed me for listening to him, called me thirsty, basically every disgusting word for any woman anyone can think of. She wanted to meet him on our first date. 
She practically forced me to go with her and when he couldn't show up, she lashed out and condoned me from ever meeting him again. After begging for like a week, she finally agreed but only on her terms. She decided the place, time, and she forced me to enable my live location. She made herself to be the victim. She threatened to leave me and my brothers behind. She said that she will die if I kept on seeing him. After a few months of this heck, he ended things, but her behavior was the same even if I make a small mistake. She punishes me. It's like walking on eggshells around her. I can't say no, I can't refuse to her orders, and I can't choose anything without being manipulated or emotionally blackmailed. We had a mother-daughter bond and now I don't even know if I can trust her anymore. It's like my entire belief system has shattered. Is her behavior okay? Am I overreacting? I can't move out right now. I can't trust my dad either. I definitely don't think OP's overreacting. I think her behavior is very problematic. Especially the stuff like, I pick the date, I choose the time, enable your live location, I am going to be watching. At 20 years old, OP hasn't even been allowed to have an identity. Our next story is, parents won't let me move out. Hello, I'm 21 year old male. My parents don't let me move out and I'll tell you in a short way why. Ever since I finished school, I was forced to go to the high school of their choice. And finally, I was forced and partially manipulated. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market at 19 to go to a university of their choice, studying something of their choice. Right now I'm working a full-time job, my choice this time, of which they don't even know. They think that I'm going to uni, but instead, I go to work. I'm on my second year in this university, and as you can tell, I don't really go or study that much. I have so many failed exams and I think they'll expel me soon. Now, my plan is to leave this crappy uni, move out of my parents. I can afford everything, rent, food, utilities, etc., The problem is that my parents just don't let me leave. In the first year of university a year ago, I managed to move out alone with the reason for studying for university. After one week of moving out, I told my parents I'll abandon this uni and I'll get a job. This thing led us into a lot of fights throughout phone calls, daily phone calls morning and night, them coming into my place a freaking lot of times to argue, them taking antidepressants and similar crap like that for two months until they convinced me to come back home and resume the university. Furthermore, I can do the same thing, telling them the truth and leave, but that will lead my parents into harming themselves mentally since they are obsessed with the idea of me getting a college degree which I do not want. I don't care that we fight or whatever, but I can't stand the idea that they're harming themselves, taking antidepressants daily, and they're not harming themselves in a manipulative way to make me come back. I literally found this myself sometime after the first incident. Any advice? I think it's all just kind of a manipulation tactic. I mean, even if they are legitimately getting to the point where they do need antidepressants because of it, I don't think that's fair for OP to take that as a valid reason to give up on what they want in their life. Personally, I feel like OP just has to go for it and not let their parents drag them back down and try to force them, a square peg, into the circle hole. Our next story is, I, 26-year-old female, came back home, but I'm leaving again on Sunday to my apartment in the city. The deal was I come, but I go back, no negotiations. 
I told the psychiatrist I wasn't comfortable and I didn't want to come, but then my parents cared about what the community would say, and he asked, What are your parents' biggest fear? And I responded, Feeling shamed by the community. And he responded with, Then don't allow it. I honestly hate myself for even listening to the psychiatrist. I've been seeing him and he convinced me of coming, saying it would be good for me and try to have a good time, but I feel like I've been played. I hate this place and being here just confirms how much I don't want and shouldn't be here, and everything is coming back. It's funny how in the sessions my parents begged for me to come back and promised things would change and be different. I haven't even been more than 12 hours here and it's already back to how things were. I wanted to try one last time. I really wanted to have a relationship with my family members and not let it be this huge chaos, but I can't sacrifice myself for them like they want me to. I've come to realize that if they want to put me aside, it's their loss. I will not be visiting my parents in the city anymore, nor will I cancel plans with friends to make them happy. I can't allow them to control me even being far away. Another thing is, strangers have helped me so much, yet my best friends haven't even asked how I've been. I feel so gutted and disappointed. I know they have lives of their own and it's selfish to ask to be there all the time, but not even ask how I am? Offer to help? I haven't seen one of my friends since he dropped me off in my apartment. I had nothing. And then my other friend hasn't even bothered to ask how I'm doing. I just keep thinking that maybe this is a sign to really start over from all aspects of my life and maybe even find real friends. I don't believe the psychiatrist has OP's best interests at heart here. I don't think they fully understand what OP's going through. They honestly sound like one of those psychiatrists that's there for the paycheck. To me, it sounds like OP probably should go no contact with their parents. I kind of feel the same way with OP on the friends thing here. Not necessarily that I'm reaching out to them and hoping that they do something for me, but more in the vein of, I have friends, they are awesome and I love hanging out with them, but nothing happens unless I go out of my way to organize and try to make it happen. I'm never getting reached out to or asked if I want to go anywhere or do anything maybe but once or twice a year. I just find that I always have to initiate, which is fine, but it can be exhausting. Our next story is, this happened a week ago, I'm still ticked, but part of me hopes I can laugh about it soon. For context, my son is 15 months old and loves stuffed animals. His favorite is a soft, light pink octopus we'll call Otto. The closest thing to the word octopus he's been able to say so far. We got it for him at a bookstore while on vacation in Europe last July. He spotted Otto at the store himself and immediately reached for it. To this day, my son is obsessed with Otto. He takes it almost everywhere, gets upset if we try to take it from him, and loves playing with its tentacles before going to sleep. We are extra protective of Otto due to the fact that it was made by a company from the country we bought it in. I'm pretty sure it can be found online, but we've never seen it in any local stores. Anyway, I had to run some errands at the mall last Friday. My fiancé was busy and our eldest was at a friend's house, so I took the baby with me, auto and all. When I was done, I still had some time left before needing to leave, so I took my son to the toy store. I spent a few minutes showing my son some toys before we went to see the stuffed animals. I took him off the stroller and he instantly waddled to the nearest shelf. He handed me Otto to pick up another plush, so I put it in the stroller's storage basket. We played with the stuffed animals for about 5 minutes before he started getting tired. I put him back in the stroller and reached under the seat, only to realize Otto was missing. My son noticed it as soon as my hand was in his view again. He started crying loudly, so I picked him up. I wasn't looking forward to ordering another octopus online, so I started going over to the shelf again, hoping to find it among the stuffed animals. 
An employee who'd heard my son crying came up to me to ask if I needed help. I explained the situation and described Otto, and she said that there was a lady at the checkout counter trying to buy a pink octopus. I went to the counter still holding my son. A woman in her mid-30s, entitled mother, was there with her daughter, about 5 years old. I vaguely remembered seeing them when I entered the store. She was arguing with the cashier about something she was trying to buy. I got closer and sure enough, the cashier was holding Otto, trying to explain to entitled mother that it wasn't one of their products. It didn't have a tag on it and it couldn't be identified by the store, so they couldn't sell it to her. Entitled mother was telling her she was lying as her daughter had picked it up from the soft toy section herself. I didn't think Entitled mother was trying to steal Otto. I figured, the kid's five, she probably just picked it up by mistake. I'm a father myself, so I try not to expect the worst from other parents. I quickly approached the cashier and politely said, Hi, excuse me, I think there's been a mistake. That's my son's toy? He brought it to the store with him. Entitled mother did not like that. She told the cashier, no, he's lying. It's pink. It's a girl's toy. My daughter picked it up. I'm buying it. This went on for about two minutes. The cashier seemed eager to just give me auto, but Entitled Mother wasn't having it. She was calling me a liar and a thief, telling the cashier I had no proof the octopus was mine. Her daughter wanted it and she'd seen it first. I eventually gave up on trying to be the bigger person. I pulled out my phone and showed them both pictures of my son with Otto that dated a few months back. I'm still not sure why I didn't do that sooner, but I do like to watch the world burn sometimes. Somehow, Entitled Mother still didn't believe me, or at least claimed not to, so I told the cashier to look for a zigzaggy seam, don't know what it's actually called, on the base of one of its tentacles. About four months ago, my eldest accidentally ripped Otto while playing with the baby. My fiancé stitched it back together, but she's not a great seamstress. Her words, not mine, so the part she fixed is a little noticeable. And because Otto was in the cashier's hands when I got there, there was no way I'd know that unless the toy was my son's. The cashier found the seam and finally gave me Otto. Entitled mother's daughter was crying and she tried to argue a little more, but it didn't work. I thanked the cashier, gave the octopus back to my still-sniffling child, and quickly left the store. I wish this was the end. Not two minutes later, as I was putting my son back in the stroller, I felt someone pulling at my shirt. I turned around and there was Entitled Mother's five-year-old daughter. She was still sobbing. Her mom was standing about four feet away from us. The little girl started. Mister, I want that plushie. My mommy said you have to give it to me. I know better than to talk to a stranger's child, so I took a deep breath, looked over at Entitled Mother and said, Ma'am, please stop. I'm not giving it away. Not to you, not to anyone. The kid yelled for her mother. Entitled Mother was fuming at this point. She walked in my direction and snapped at me. What kind of monster are you? How dare you talk to my daughter like that? I replied, this is my son's favorite toy. Your daughter might have picked it up by mistake, but that doesn't make you entitled to it. She says, that's a girl's toy. Your son is a boy. He probably hates it. So get back in the store, get him a boy's toy, and give my daughter that octopus. After about a minute of her calling me a bad father and me mostly ignoring her, Entitled Mother tried to shove her hand into the stroller to grab the toy from my son's hands. I acted quickly and stuck my arm out, blocking her. I then said to her, if you so much as look at my son again, I'm calling security. Entitled Mother looked like I'd slapped her, but I think she got the message. 
She huffed, grabbed her daughter by the arm, and walked away. I practically ran to the parking lot, if not for the stroller slowing me down. I told my fiancé what happened when I got home and she got ticked. But we did manage to make a few jokes about entitled mother's behavior. My son got Otto back unharmed and will thankfully not remember this. I sincerely hope Entitled Mother's daughter got some other stuffed animal, and I'd be extra glad if it was an expensive one. I would just say if OP can still find one online, I would say it's worthwhile to order and buy one just for the simple fact of either if that toy does get so dirty or damaged to the point where it may need to be retired, you would have a backup. Or I've heard numbers of stories of kids who had a cherished childhood stuffed animal that when they grew up, clearly that stuffed animal is going to be dirty, old, raggedy. When they're ready to move out on their own, their parents give them this pristine, carefully packaged away one for this very moment. I think it would be an awesome thing if Otto's going to last a long time. This next story is, well, my mom finally did it. She finally crossed over to crazy parent territory. All because I dared her to stop interrupting me. For a small TLDR of context, I'm 24 almost, found out my mom's been extremely manipulative since us three siblings in the house turned 13, and sabotaged all my romantic relationships, most notably this last one, that my therapist agreed she was the downfall of, along with my codependence on her as the safe parent. As such, I was scrambling to find an apartment to have my own life without her influence. Well, I finally have it almost secured and sadly need a guarantor. She first didn't understand what that was, despite claiming it isn't hard to find a cheap apartment so it isn't a Gen Z issue, like some pariah of rent knowledge. And I never said it was our generation's issue, by the way, just that it's harder because it statistically is with wages and all. She was all sorts of uncomfy, non-verbally and tone-wise, which I've learned how to do in order to mask my ASD long enough to blend in, and from her doing this for years, with being on a contract in any way. Despite agreeing to do it, I even told her I'd put crap on my credit card before she saw a bill. Then, she proceeded to misinterpret what I said about that being why it's generally hard for my generation to rent after cutting me off at that, not letting me correct myself. And after about 10 solid seconds of asking calmly to let me re-explain while she insisted I was acting like a know-it-all, I raised my voice and only said, I never said that which is a bad move, I'm aware, but I'm finally at the stage where I'm not mommy's little maid stepping around her traps in conversation and still working out how to tell I need to stop talking. She then proceeded to tell me that if she wants me to have her as a guarantor for an apartment, I need to be respectful, like she and my step-parent had not already agreed this was what they'd be cool doing. I told her, you know what, I'm not doing this tonight, I'm done with this conversation. Have step-parent do it then, since they mainly agreed, and went to my room. After a bit of time, I'm talking two minutes maybe, she tells me to come out to the living room again, where I let her know I'm not going to talk about it anymore if it's the same topic. She keeps trying to make it that topic, and I keep telling her no. She then tries to tell me it isn't okay that I dictate boundaries and she can't. Actually, it's when you harm me so I can, mom. You do not get to lord something you agreed on over me. That isn't okay. And of course, she still tries to continue. I finally just say, and I am done here. I'm going back to my room, and it is my room I pay rent. So I sent my step-parent, who mainly was the one saying they would, this. I'm going to call back the people renting to me to talk to them and let them know my pay is now five times the rent as I got a raise. If you're cool being the guarantor, I would appreciate it. 
I'll put the rent on my credit card before I charge you guys for it. Mom seems to think it's okay to hold over my head because I interrupted her interrupting me by raising my voice to correct her on misreading what I said and then choosing to leave the situation to avoid further conflict. I just... Thank freak I finally saw how she's been harming me since I hit puberty. I can thank my ex for that as they showed me screenshots and proof things said to them by my mother that made my blood boil. She single-handedly gave me ROCD and still thinks she's a good mother. I want out of this house where she thinks it's okay to threaten me while holding my living situation in her hands. Now I just need to hope my step-parent doesn't choose to play the enabler and feed my mom's manipulation. So basically OP added an edit after the post, saying that they basically got chased out of the house by the parents slash stepparents, getting all defensive over OP being disrespectful. I hope for OP's sake, at 24 years old, they can get into this place. I don't know if this place wants like proof that you could pay theoretically double the rent, like I don't know why you need a guarantor. I mean if you've got pay stubs that show you're working at a place and you can afford it and you have money in the bank for it. Hopefully for OP's sake, maybe there's other relatives they can lean on to try to get some help here. Whatever it is, I hope OP can move out and be away from these people who are so quick to smother OP with their victimhood. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.